717 we are back again my co-host aaron frederick i am carl frederick welcome back everybody we're excited to have a couple of guests on here in a little bit but we're gonna recap week nine talk about the huge week 10 in the ll burks um we're gonna get through all that um first of all aaron are we uh is it it's still red october isn't it buddy it's still red october and i'm feeling the effects of it and i love it man i'm i'm uh yeah, what a, what a great weekend for sports uh, this past weekend. Um, obviously, you know, we just go over the high school stuff, but at every level, um, there's just a lot of good sports going on right now, and I don't even know what to think of it. <laughs> it's it's so nice. We I think when we started this uh, close to 10 weeks ago, the Phillies, like we were we were excited just to be talking about the Phillies because when we started this, uh, this new podcast, it was right around football season, and most in the last 10 years – yeah, we haven't. Yeah. We're, we're we're solely focused on football. So the fact that the Phillies at that time were in it was awesome. But now that they are in the world, you know what series? Yeah, and, and you know I think at, at that point when we had started this show, we were almost ready to be done because they were they looked like they were dead in the water, and it just you know it's a whole other story. But uh, you can go on for days about it, and and here we are, man. Here we are, the number one rated podcast in the land. Phillies are in the World <laughs> Series. The Eagles are undefeated. But we're not here to talk about that. Um, but, so we want to let's recap. So we, we talked about it last week. You know, week nine wasn't a, like a heavy dose of games. I think the LL League did this on purpose. You know, we're setting up all these big week 10 matchups. Um, yeah. One game I want to touch on, though, Garden Spot going into Elizabethtown and knocking off the E-Town Bears handily putting up a 60 burger on them uh congrats to the sparties i told you before the year they were going to be uh paying the butt and they delivered friday night yeah no and i think they've been you know quietly a, a pretty pretty tough team this year um a lot of close games and that that one shocked me i, I did not expect that i mean e-town's like we always say is very well coached and you know i i following their social media accounts and stuff it sounded like they were enthusiastic and they they you know it, it, they were ready to play in that game so credit yeah. to them they, they took care of business man yeah no they they really i mean we had uh coach wider out at the game and he just said i mean and garden spot really just handled e-town up front like both sides of the football there he said there were lanes for narding the, the talented quarterback slash running back for garden spot the run through for days so they they won the line of scrimmage i'm not surprised at all under coach zamparini he's known to preach physicality up front with his sparties the spartans um so i i thought this before the like after week one watching elizabeth town yes they have that high powered offense and they're still you know the season isn't over they're going to be a problem come district playoff time yeah but they i thought if if teams could slow down their passing attack easier said than done and they would have problems. I wasn't overly impressed with their defense and guard spot, you know, obviously was listening to our show and took, took what I said and took that into their momentum to, <laughs> for their big win Friday night. Speaking of, did, did anybody pick that game correctly out of I all did. the writers? I did. A you, few you people did. did. Yeah. That's one of the few I got right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had that right. I'm not surprised if you vote like guard spot <laughs> towards the end of last year had really, started to gain some momentum to finish 500 and they had most of those guys back 
Um, but they have two losses this year, the Twin Valley and Conestoga Valley. It's not to knock uh, those schools, but they had Garden Spot had no business losing either of those schools. They, yeah, you know, they went, they went into Elizabethtown and, you know, just took their lunch money and then they got Solanco this week, which will be a fun matchup. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely much better than what I thought it would have been, but, uh, yeah, no. Now looking back on it, it, it's weird to think that they lost to those teams if they're if they're going out and beating E Town like that. So um, yeah, good for them and good to their coach to um, turn them around and get their season back on track after those two early losses. Yeah, it was it was the biggest win in the county uh, or biggest game in the county last week. And Spartans are for real. They're going to be a problem come district playoff times. Um, speaking of districts, we're gonna we're gonna have a couple of guests on talking about some of these big matchups upcoming week ten, a full full slate of exciting games. You know, right now, Aaron, that there are current so there's six, there's one A, two A, three A, four A, five A, six five, six classifications in the state of Pennsylvania. Out of the six, the LL Burks has seventeen and teams that are qualified for districts right now, and that's not including a couple more that might get in too. Yeah, that I mean, it's a credit to the league, and I think I saw somebody somebody um, we posted that on Twitter, and uh, yeah. somebody said, "Yeah, the league is bigger now, but they're all good teams." I mean, I mean, all these teams, these seventeen teams that are in contention, you said maybe more, they're all good. Like it, it's a really good league, and and now I think, hopefully, after this year, the rest of the state starts to realize that, like. I mean, because I think not only are a lot of teams going to get, you know, go into the playoffs, but I think they might go far into the playoffs. A lot no, I agree. If you go through like, like two, for example, 2A, Anvil Cleona is the number one seed. You know, just as good as anybody, they're as good as anybody in the, in the entire league. They could easily yeah. win 2A. You go down the line. Th- I actually had it up earlier. I'm going to pull it up now. Uh, but they, I mean, and it's not one of those years, too. I know a lot of people want to downplay it, stuff, too. Oh, so many teams. But it's not like one of these years where, like, a bunch of teams that are, like, four and six are going to get in. That's that normal. No, like, no, no. They all – yeah, the records are much better and much – you know, it's, it seems like the, the L.L. Burks went out in their, you know, earlier games and the, you know, non-league games, and they, you know, they won those games. So, what does that say? <laughs> yeah. Not only do they win, they want to convince them. So you go down line, like two, starting with 2A, Anvil Cleona is the only one from the league in it, but they're the number one seed. They're probably going to, I mean, they're probably going to win the 2A district title. 3A, the number one and number two seeds are Wild Missing and Lancaster Catholic. Them, along with number four and five seeds, Hamburg and Schoolkill Valley, are all Both really good. Yeah. They're, I mean, you would think Wild Missing is the prohibitive favorite, but that's not the discredit what the Crusaders have done. Um, and then you go to 4A, where you have Manheim Central currently at 8-0. You know, they, they, and you have Lampeter Strasburg as a three seed. They're 8-1. and one. Um, It says 8-0 on here. Manheim Central is 9-0, full disclosure. This this site uh, hasn't been updated. No, yeah, I saw that too. But, yeah, no. They're, un- yeah. they're undefeated right now. So I mean, Twin Valley's going to get in. Elko will probably get in for the 4A level. So that's four teams right there. You get the 5A where the, you know, the real nuttiness starts to happen where 12 teams get in. You have Solanco, Exeter, both at 9 and 0s and top two seeds, probably the two favorites for this uh, classification to win districts. Elizabethtown, they're 7 and 2 at the sixth seed. 
Garden Spots at the ninth seed, seven and two. Ephrata, six and three at the eleventh seed. Go Mounts! All those te- go Mounts indeed. All those teams <laughs> could win that win that district. And now we get the six A, which it just it's kind of wide open. I mean, yeah. so eight teams. We have Central York, Hempfield, Manheim Township, Harrisburg, Cumberland Valley. York, William Penn, Wilson, and Carlisle will probably get that eighth spot over your alma mater. Um, oh, any of those teams could win districts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the playoffs, but yeah, obviously getting in. But that's uh, down the road. But, yeah, there's so many things that have to happen between now and then. Yeah. My gosh. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, earlier in the year we were seeing insane stuff stats coming from every game and you're still seeing it right now which means these performances aren't flukes by the, by any of these guys they're all i mean there's so much talent in this league i have some stuff written down yeah there were some crazy stats from this past week man and it's, give me one give me a crazy one before the openator joins us well, well i have bryson arnold but uh obviously we're, we'll wait for that but um i saw jake williams from elko 31 mm. carries 31 carries, 261 yards, three TDs. Joey Schlafer from Exeter, five catches. What was He was all over the field. 128 yards, one TD. Our boy, Hunter Hildebrand, LS, four catches, 115 yards, TD. He, he's having 100-yard games every week. And I saw, shout out to Northern Lebanon, James Voigt, 14 catches, 273 yards, and three TDs. Yeah, it's a lot of good numbers. And real quick mm. shout out, Luke Schaefer, um, the speedy recovery. He got hurt, went down in the week nine game. You know, right. Yep. He was a great guest and um, we wish him all the best. He's been a pleasure to watch. He had, he went down on injury. He still had 14 tackles, 140 <laughs> tackles in his junior year, which is ridiculous when you think about it. Um, yeah. But here, here's the you, Luke, heal up soon with your Viking squad. Cause you know, Northern Lebanon's going to be back next year. They had their struggles this year, but they're coming back next year. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, best of luck to him. You know, injuries happen. It's unfortunate that they happen um, during the season, and it's always at important times. But uh, you learn so much from him, and I know he'll get better, and he'll be twice as good when he comes back. So, Yeah, and I just saw his message today, so here's – Here's the healing up. Uh, we're going to jump into these week 10 matchups, though. Um, mm-hmm. First one we got to talk about is uh, LS while missing. We've been looking. I mean, this is a game when you uh, saw the league schedule and you saw the merger. This is a game everybody had penciled in come back in July. Um, yeah. And one of our writers joining us to talk about now is Matthew Ober. How you doing, Ober? You hear us? Yeah. You hear me? Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Awesome, awesome. Awesome, man. Awesome. So tell us, you know, we, we just got to talking about the LSYO missing matchup. Give us your thoughts on this game. Um, well, I, I just want to say that that is going to be one heck of a game, I can already tell. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I that's one of the – I think that's probably one of the better matchups this week. But, uh, yeah, just you have a high-powered offense in LS, and then – you have a balanced offense in what I'm missing. Um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. I I had a hard time making that pick, but uh, you I, pick, I Obernator. 
You you ne- you never have a hard time making picks, Overnator. You're the best at them. I mean, I try, I try. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I always go with my gut. I just go with my. Uh-huh, right, I like that. Full disclosure: people aren't caught up. I mean, the, with our weekly picks, when we started this, and we started as fun, and we've had a lot of fun with it. Nobody expected our 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 Donegal beat writer Matthew Ober, who's doing great things for Seven One Seven, to just have a commanding lead going into Week Ten. So well, I don't know how long that lead's going to last. Well, you'll need one. You, you already have it on lockdown unless you totally, like, crap the bed this week, oh, over. Hey, um, um, full disclosure, I have made some risky picks this week, so. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. Well, Leaving it, it open, open for us, are you? Hey, yeah, yeah, I got I to let you guys have a chance. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Go. So you knew, you knew you were going to beat us before you started this stuff, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so back to – we have – Matt, we were talking about this LSYO missing matchup as something Aaron and I had circled before the season started. And we had uh, Eisenhower on last week, a big-time running back for them. Mm-hmm. And you could tell while well, they weren't trying to look ahead, they were they were excited about this matchup too. Um, come on, man, give us give us the details. Are you going to you going to go with the, the the road team, Lampier Strasburg, or are you going with the home squad? Well, well, I as much like I talked to. I talked to players both from LS and Y missing throughout the season because they played Donegal. So I got to talk to uh, Hunter Hildebrand, who we we've interviewed and before. Yes. But um, and I talked to Drew Eisenhower, um, and I it's definitely a matchup that they've both had circled for sure before the season even started. Um, but I I think I'm gonna roll. I think I'm rolling with the home team. Rolling with the home team on this one. I just think their defense will be able to make a couple more stops. But if LS can get on the board early, watch out for the Pirates. But I'm, I'm rolling with this part. That's a safe pick. I I tend to agree with you. Um, I will say this, Matt, that the, the Pioneers are doing the same thing they did last year, having that week one hiccup, and they're just ripping oh. off wins left and right. Now it's this is a different level of competition that they're used to facing. This is not a knock on LS, but Wyoming has been on the cusp of a state title. It seems like for the past five or six years. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I I feel like I feel like Wyoming has just been more battle tested this year. They've just been yeah. rolling through everyone. I mean, okay. Yeah. So okay. I I feel like they're a train that's not going to stop. Until somebody stops them, you know we, had, as you know, Matt, we had uh, Hildebrand on a couple weeks ago, and it's really different. I mean, most offenses when you see see them in in the league, you know, they're jump started by the quarterback or running back. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, LS's offense is predicated on what he's about to do when once they get him involved. That's that's what we came to the assumption on. Is that what you've seen watching LS this year, Matt? Yeah, I mean, he scored two touchdowns that game that they played against Donegal. He scored from the wide receiver position and then his next touchdown he was playing quarterback so yeah <laughs> absolutely that that offense runs through hunter but like i said if they can get on the board early get up like seven nothing 14 nothing and i mean they might be able to pull off the upset i just i i love that last i love what they do i love their offense i love watching them but yeah, I, I think they're running into a different animal. 
Are Donegal fans listening to this? As you say, you love LS, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember watching that game from the press box, and I'm like, man, LS just done everything right. They really do. That yeah. whole program does everything right. Yeah, one hundred percent. Matt, now tell us about your your thrilling your game. Get Donegal last second touchdown. Yeah. Tell us about that, man. Oh man, that I I, I will say we were. We were definitely nervous how that game was going to turn out because we we were we went up fourteen nothing. Everything was looking good. We were rolling, and I Jake Williams, man, he he's an animal. He's a player. Yeah. Like, <laughs> once he gets the ball and you don't make a tackle, he's going. Like you better you better go for the legs. Don't don't go for the arms. Don't go for the the upper body. Go for the legs. Unless. Otherwise, he's running right through you. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he had three straight touchdown runs. Put him up nineteen fourteen with like I think it was like two minutes to go in the game. And Donegal, we're a run, we're a run heavy offense. So oh, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're and it was definitely crunch time for us. But you know, we made they made some adjustments. We put the ball in Landon Bachman's hands. He made some clutch passes. We went right down the field, and uh, Noah Roar decided to make a play and caught the ball out of seemingly out of nowhere. Just stepped in front of a defender, and rest was history. I gotta tell you, Matt, that covering Noah Roar last year and, and your squad last year, and I really thought you know you were one of the schools that really got the short end of the stick with this merger. So yeah. if when when you posted that video and posted the results and Roar catching the touchdown. I couldn't have been happier for a guy, as you know, who's just, you know, worked his tail off all year. And we're just hoping he starts to get some looks from colleges around here, too. Tell yeah. us about that. Tell us about no um, Roar himself. I, I haven't, I haven't like personally asked him about that yet, but I think, I think he's leaning more towards like going into the service, like going into oh, really? the, like Coast Guard or something along those lines. That, that was his last start. The last time I talked to him, but um, yeah, it was just as you could tell by the video, the team was excited. I mean, yeah. that sideline, that sideline was going crazy. Um, locker room was crazy afterwards. And uh, fun fact, I don't know if any of you guys know, but we are actually on the verge of making districts this year. Surprisingly, we are 12 out of 10 teams right now. So, so and you guys will beat uh, Arturera, or you should. Yeah. So I, I I'm thinking we might be able to sneak into the four A playoffs. Oh, because they That's take awesome. twelve. I didn't even know. They, See, yeah, they take they take ten, but we're twelve, and we're not that far. Oh, you're right. So it's five A that takes twelve. See, I knew Matt would know this stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's really, you know, we were just on here and you probably saw the Twitter post last night. There's 17 teams in the LL Burks qualified. And, that, and I wasn't including a few teams that have really good shots. Like I know Calico is in good shape if they win. I didn't realize about that, your, your squad. So they, they, what are the, what's the realistic chances of them getting in? Uh, well, they would obviously, obviously they have to beat Dr. Arrow, but um, Alco's right ahead of them. They're playing Burks Catholic this week. Oh, okay. All right. Conrad Weiser is right ahead of us. They're playing on uh, Calico. So if let's say Elko and Conrad Weiser lose both games, I mean, I think Donegal. Oh wow. Have. So you okay, and you'll have the tiebreaker over Elko. I'm looking at it now. So. Yeah. 
Hey, yeah, we're, about, we're right there. Wow, that even good for you. I mean, I hope. I mean, the way I really thought, Matt, that you guys got the short end of the stick with this yeah. merger. The the yeah. fact that your first year in this new new section, this new merger, you have a shot at districts says a lot about the character of the team, buddy. And I'm not I'm not sure about the specifics, but I think it's been a long, long time since Donegal has made back to back district playoffs. I, I'm not sure of the the specifics, but I'm sure that's it's really cool. Yeah. I'm not I thought you know I was I was before you said that I was about to say you know they're you know they're going to finish the they should finish the season on a high note before and six you might be kicking yourselves yeah. for a couple I mean it's not like they were getting blown out you know this it's not like they were getting blown out every week they're in every game and how many of those games could they have won easily Yeah I mean we could have easily beat Earth Catholic we were in that game the whole time uh, but yeah yeah they're we're we're right there we're looking forward to Friday night All right good see that's another team so it could. We could have upwards of 20 teams from the Alberks and districts. Yeah, that, that has to be a record of some sort. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would think so. Um, now, the other matchup we had, you want, then we were talking about briefly earlier, and we're going to have uh, star running back Bryson Arnold join us in about 10 minutes. But tell us your thoughts on Exeter Mannheim Central as we head into week 10. Uh, so, Exeter Mannheim Central, um, well, they are both undefeated. They're both, they both, you know, charged ahead in their schedule, just beating everybody. Um, Exeter's top two in their district class, uh, 5A. Uh, Central's number one in 4A. So definitely definitely a powerhouse matchup, this one. Um, I, love, I love the combo of Mason Rotelli from Exeter thrown to Joey Scheffler, who's yeah. going to the state. I mean, that's a... Awesome one-two combo. Uh, they really make that offense go. Um, although I will say, I think Central might be the more balanced all-around team. They got a solid defense. They got a solid offense. Um, yeah, and they, they Central has just been absolutely rolling, like yep. absolutely yep. rolling over people. I, they they must have the record for the most points scored in a season because they they haven't scored less than 30 points all season. Is that what wow. it is? Yeah, which is insane. They scored 83 points one game, 70 points one game, 69 points one game. Like They're just putting up points. So it, I, that's going to be a lot of fireworks yeah. Yeah, on Friday night. That's gonna be a high scoring game, I feel like. Yeah, no, I agree, Matt. I think it's gonna be a fun one. Who who you got in that one so I can uh, you know, try and spite your picks and well, catch up to you? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel like I shouldn't be telling you this. <laughs> but uh, well, you are. Now it's recorded, uh, so you are. Well, that's cool. <laughs> They're already in Obes. Yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> but uh no, I, I think it might come to a shock to people, but I have some friends from Mannheim Central and they always always point out the picks that I make and they're like you're going with Central again I'm like yep 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 <laughs> and I have one of my best friends that has me again tonight who I'm going with and I've been on the Central train I'm staying on the Central train oh he's yeah staying on it. Look, I, dramatic I'm, pause and everything he's staying <laughs> yep, yep, yep Central train all the way <laughs> all right man all right man that's good stuff man we're, 
Yeah, we're happy to have you here, and you're doing you're doing great work. Uh, and you'll see, so you'll be. Is that Donegal game at home or is that at Octorera? Yeah, that that is home. That's actually our senior night. So. Oh, it'll be a big one for uh, Noah yeah. uh, and John Holmes, and Landon's a senior too, right? Yeah, Landon Bachman's a senior. Yeah, it'll be All right. It'll be a, a good night. Yeah, yeah, and then tell before we let you go, tell us. So I didn't even know this, but I saw you post it, and I sent you a message. Your sister was the homecoming queen. Is that? Yeah, yeah she was. She she won uh, homecoming queen Friday night. So that was that was a fun moment for sure. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. The 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 Obers are loved in Donegal. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 a popular name. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Listen, man, we uh. Thanks for coming on. We wish you all the best this week. You're doing a great job you. um, with your coverage. We appreciate that. Give him a follow. He's going to be at Donegal Senior Nights. They take on Octorera. Yeah. Matt, what's your, your, give me your Twitter name again. Uh, I did. Hold on. Let me pull it up. It is at Rebo. Yeah, at Rebo. Underscore 96. So at Rebo give us your, underscore 96. Give him a follow on Twitter. He's working on some stuff this week. He took time out of his day to come on our podcast we appreciate that but check him out he'll be covering Don Octavera versus Donegal this week uh thanks again Obernator for joining us buddy hey, thank you guys for having me appreciate it thanks Obernator hey have a good night guys you too, you too buddy thanks all right and that was Matthew Ober joined us very special guest one of our 717 colleagues he's been doing a great job all season you know so we haven't covered Donegal. That's where he lives. That's where he went to school and he knows the family well. But he's not, you know, subject to doing other assignments. Believe me, I asked him about doing a couple of preview articles this week for some of the big games without hesitation. And then he even then and then what even led to him coming on is he asked, you know, hey, I'd yeah. like to come on, give some thoughts about these games too. I was about to say no to that. I love the initiative. Oh, and- I, I was taking it all in. I was just listening. He's he he knows his stuff. He really does. He's a great follow on Twitter. I mean, he's, he know it's not just you know, Donegal with him. He knows all, all stuff, all, all things LL Burks. He is definitely well averse in that. Um, but those are his thoughts. I liked what he had to say. I mean, man, what he was saying, and we're going to have Bryson Arnold on in a couple minutes. Their star running back is going to join us, but man, I'm central. They won't admit it, but I could tell from a preseason interview that they had this game circled. Um, Aaron, because mm-hmm. what Exeter did to them last year in Man, I'm Central, the Barons have not forgotten. Yeah, yeah, no, I that was such a hard game to pick. Um, yeah, because like you said, I, I mean, Man, I'm Central has been on a winning spree, and it they they both have. But I just when I saw Central play in person, I just see a team that flies to the ball on both sides of the ball. I mean, like, yeah. They make plays all over the field. It's not just, you know, and this isn't a hit a knock at Exeter, but it's like it's not just two big, big stars on their team. It's, you know, it's a whole bunch of really good players. And Enterline's a really good receiver. Um, that he is. Obviously, obviously, Rocco Dockerty makes plays all over the field. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's about who gets on the board first in, in both that game and the LS game. So, yeah, I mean, those are going to be dog fights. Yeah, it 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 is going to be a dog fight. I mean, I'm still I haven't 
kind of going back and forth when I pick. I think Exeter is the favorite. They are one of the best teams uh, in the state, and they're you know they're, they went into Hempfield a couple weeks ago and really took the Black Knights lunch money. So yeah, pr- probably leaning towards Exeter, but you know, man, I'm Central is. You know, they've been thirsting for this opportunity ever since yeah. first round of districts last year. So they're definitely looking forward to that. Um, so we'll see we'll see what happens in that game though. It it'll certainly um not be without drama though, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see because I, I you know, I didn't want to say my pick while he was talking, but I picked central as well. And uh I I'm not too confident in that pick, but you know, it, it, I think it can go either way. They're both great teams, and I don't think either one's – I don't think it's going to be a game that's like, you know, you know, kind of like the Hempfield-Exeter game where you, you knew Exeter was better right off the – they were just right. – they were, you know, more talented right off the bat. And uh, yeah, I, I think with Central, you know, they, they don't have like 500 kids on their team like some schools do, like Exeter probably does. But every one of their kids are football players. They're good football players. They're tough-nosed football players, and they're well-coached. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going to go either way, I believe. Could go yeah, either no, way. I, I mean, I think it's going to be a shootout, personally. I, but, you know, Central is accustomed to that, too. They're, they're, they're not going to back down from that. And they don't back down from anybody if you, if you talk to them. It's not in an arrogant way. It's just how they operate. And they, they know they're not fools. I mean, Doherty and – you know, Han played a lot last year. They, yeah. they know they know what happened to him. They know what everybody's saying about Exeter. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, Bryson Arnold's going to join us here in a minute. Um, but really, so the other thing the Urban Air had to say, LS Wyo missing. I honestly don't see this as, and Bio fans can hate me all they want. I don't see this as much of a game. I don't think this is much of a challenge for Wyo missing. I think they'll handle this by well, a couple touchdowns. What say you? No, no, I, I think I don't think you're far far off, and I hate saying that, but um, the size difference. LS is one of those teams that, like, look at their stats. They're they're they're, you know, they're throwing five passes for like three hundred yards in like every game. I think they're quick passes and um, deep passes, and I don't know if I see the matchup up front going their way. And as you well know, games are won up front. And in the trenches, so and, you know right. that that line at Wyoming missing is just something you know. Like, um, what was I, Eisenhower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, he he's the he's the running back. But real quick before we get back in the matchup, we're excited to bring you our next guest, uh, running back extraordinaire for the Manheim Central Barons, Mr. Bryson Arnold. How you doing, buddy? Hello. Hi. There you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's quite all right, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing well. I mean, we're surprised you're not sleeping from that ridiculous uh, night you had Friday night. Was it? What was? What were the numbers? Come on, give it to us. The score of the game? <laughs> or no, your the, num- Your numbers. We know you won. Uh, <laughs> I think it was 332 yards and five touchdowns, something like that. Jeez, that's video game stats, man. I Thanks. It. I mean, it's appreciated to the offensive line. They had an incredible game. They, when polls bigger than, it, it was awesome. They played an they played an awesome game. 
See, I said this to my co-host Bryson about you when I interviewed you. You you are definitely one to give credit kudos to where kudos are earned, and you definitely love your offensive linemen. So sounds like you have a special bond with them and your whole offense. Absolutely, yeah. They they uh they put their heads down, they hit the guys, and I just run where I'm told to go. It's not it's not it's not complicated. That's very good. Very good. <laughs> Did you know coming into this year that you were going to, I mean, have this type of impact right away? I mean, I mean, we've been, the team's been working hard. I've been working hard and I guess it's kind of all come together. Like last year, not really having a role. I mean, everyone has a role in the team, but having like a less of a role, like a scout team type guy. So yeah, I guess yeah, coming yeah. up to this year, I, I, I knew I'd play, but I, I didn't think, I guess I'd have this type of season. If you could, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No, that's totally. Yeah. Well, well said. It's well said. Uh, and now, have you and uh, Han played together for a long time? Because he's the same class as you. Am I yeah. So, um, during like B squad, D squad, and C squad, he was always a year up because he was older for his grade, so he could play a year up. So when I was on D team, he was on C team. But when I was on C team, he was just on his second year of C team. So we always played together. Yeah. Okay. On. Yep. Okay. And we just had one of our beat writers on Bryson talking about your big matchup with Exeter this week. It, now. I know you, you – I mean, we don't need to talk to you about how big the matchup is, but we got to ask you. Now, after last year, did you guys have this game circled after what they did to you guys last year? Of course, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to look ahead, especially like Coach has been saying to us, we can't look ahead. We all know what is coming ahead, obviously, with being this week, but we had to get through all those games, make sure we handled business, and now, now it's here. So. <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell us about your your opponent this Friday? They're really good. They have they're really good up front. They obviously they have a good running back. They have Joey Schlaufer. They have they have a great team. They're very well rounded, and it's it's going to be good. Yeah, that's. I mean, they definitely are well rounded. That's well said because I mean, when you think of them, you think of you think of Schlaufer. You know, the yeah. Penn State commit, and while he is a problem, it sounds like they really like to establish the run game early on. And once teams catch up to that, they like to get him involved. What have you seen of them on film? Yeah. So, I mean, they, they do like to pound the ball and then teams will just put the guys in the box and then they'll put Schlaufer out on, they'll put him out on the Island with a DB and he's six foot six, six foot seven. And there's not much you can do. There's not much you can do against that. doesn't matter who's against him. So he's, he's an athlete. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. What what's it like going against you know like in practice and stuff? You got like guys like Rocco Dockery on defense. What's it like going against guys like that, man? I mean, it's pretty fun. Rocco, he's I like I like to say he's like Luke Keekley because he knows teams inside and out. He watches a crazy amount of film. He knows what's coming before. Yeah, he knows the other team. Yeah, he knows what's coming before it's happening, and he re- do, does his re- gets the hole, makes a tackle, and he's he's a very smart player. Very small well, player. I, I was at your first game uh, when you guys played uh, Westchester East. And yeah, <laughs> I think he had. I think he had like three defensive touchdowns in that game. Yeah, like, he had what, he had four touchdowns total. I know it was crazy. It was crazy. He's he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Are you guys now? I'm, I'm, I doubt. I'm just kind of throwing this out there. Now you guys are man up central as a whole is used to being like the big bad boy in the block. You know the proverbial favorite, but this is a matchup. I would think you would be the underdogs and going against Exeter and coming off what they did last year. Are you guys embracing that role at all? Or are you just thinking, you know, it's just another day? Yeah. Um, I mean, every, we take every team seriously, no matter who right, it is, right. it doesn't matter who it is because we need to have that mentality going into the game because it's, it's football. Anything, anything can happen to anyone. Can, I believe anyone can be anyone, no matter what. 
And um, we're just, we're going to remain humble. We're going to have a great week of practice. We're going to do our assignments. And if we do our assignments, it's, I, th- I think it'll, it'll work out. Good. I like that. Now I know you're a, you're a junior, correct? Bryce? Yes. Yep. Now it's a little early. In the pro- have you started looking around at schools? Are you taking visits or anything? I haven't done any visits yet. Uh, one, one school reached out Muhlenberg. They reached okay. out, um, but that was, I just sent my film out actually on Saturday. So I haven't done anything. So I just made my first highlight tape on Saturday. I sent that out on Saturday. I posted it on Twitter. I think. Oh, that's yeah. All, all right. We'll, we'll tag that. Tag us on the next one. Seven okay. seven. We'll I make think sure I did, if I'm not mistaken. I can. We'll take your word for it. But if not, <laughs> you guys need to check this kid out. I mean, he's had five <laughs> touchdowns in a game. That should be enough recruiters. That's, you know, so. Is that 25 TDs on the season for you? I th- I think so, yeah. You, you've lost so. count at this point. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. Something like that, I, yeah. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Now, what uh, what's the plan after this season? Are you going to take your offensive lineman out for a steak dinner, or what's the plan? You know, plan? I actually, I, the other day I did I – talk, I talked to them about taking them out for dinner or something. I, hopefully, once I start working again, I can get the money so I can actually afford it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well said, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, we'll let you go on this, Bryce, and we appreciate you taking the time. What um, I, I guess you know it's late in the year, but we've talked about it at nauseum. There's 17 teams in your league that are qualified for districts in different brackets. What does that say about the LL Burks and this merger, like in terms of the level of talent you guys have across the league? I think it's great. I mean, the LL has been the same for a long time, and for that, the Burks to join in, it's new level competition, new players, new teams, new. It's just new and it's awesome getting to have a new section and be able to play different teams like other than the same teams every year. It's good to yeah. play the same teams like the backyard brawls, like the Warwicks, the Cacalicos. Like that's always fun, but having new teams to play, it's cool. It's definitely cool. That's awesome, man. Well, you've yeah. been fun to you've been a lot of fun to watch this year, Bryson. Um, we'll let you go on this. Give us a fun fact to our audience about Bryson Arnold at the our audience doesn't know yet. Give us a fun fact. We're putting you on the spot. Oh, anything? A fun fact. Now we got him nervous now. I know. I'm, I guess I don't know if this is a fun fact. I mean, I want to be I want to be a doctor. I, is that oh, a fun fact? That's a good and a fun fact. All right. That's that a good one. Fact. That'll work. That'll work. All right. Sorry. You put me on the spot. There. I didn't really know. <laughs> we had to get you nervous, man. You, you did. Get... You caught me off guard. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. Awesome. Bryson Arnold, check him out. Give him a follow on Twitter. One of the best backs in the state, and that's not us saying it because he agreed to come on. Give him a follow on, on Twitter <laughs> at you. Arnold. Uh, is it Arnold or Arnold? It's an, it's with them. Many I could change my last name to Arnold, and no one would know. <laughs> but it's, it's with them, yeah. Okay, so give him a follow uh, at Arnold Bryson. You know, check him out. He's one of the leading backs in all the L.L. Burks in the entire state. Bryson, we appreciate you coming on, man, and all the best this week. We're pulling for you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me on there. I really appreciate it. Awesome, man. Well, you rest up those tired legs, buddy, and we'll see you this Friday. I will. Thank you. Have a good night. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you. That was Bryson Arnold, Arnold, and we had him on. Appreciate him taking the time. Very humbled kid, like most, you know, just when I talk like with Han earlier this year, very humbled, you know, doesn't want the attention, you know. I could I wanted to give it all to his offensive lineman, but that was he was great. Yeah, no, truthfully, like his stats this year are are 
second and none. I mean, he, he is, he has 25 TDs and, you know, I jokingly said it to him. I'm like, you almost, you probably forget some of them at some point. And that's a great <laughs> problem to have. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, that is just ridiculous. I could, you could probably tally up my entire team's off, offensive touchdowns for the year, my senior year, and it probably wouldn't have been 25. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I mean, they've just been humming on, on all cylinders. And he, he knows too. Like he, uh, he knows the the challenge, you know, the challenge they have up front. But and you yeah. can tell that. I mean, this is the one of the first time. Man, up Central's hardly ever the underdog in their matchups, and they'll go into this game as a as a heavy underdog. Let's be real. I mean, they know they, that too. They've known it since last year. Yeah, and they've got so many ways they can beat you. You know, you got a, the the uh, talented leader at quarterback with Zach Khan, who really can do things right and and uh at the right time and you got you know bryson who is a man he's such a good young back because you can already see he's got one great vision which is maybe the most important quality of a back but he keeps his arms pumping and his legs pumping when he gets through the hole into that second level and i think that's what what's what's uh really helping him get these big gains and uh put up these ridiculous stats then you got a guy like Enterline and a couple other studs and you know their offensive line is is you know quick and can pull and block for every you know for your guys and just they're they're really hard to pick against I, yeah I, I mean I was gonna say to him I am gonna pick eggs in that game you know they're the best until proven otherwise but you know I I think if I would have told him that he would have just use that as motivation as the kids should. Yeah. That's just how they are. Man, I'm central is. So that'll be a fun one to check out Friday night. Uh, we appreciate Mr. Mr. Arnold coming on. Uh, yeah. I would never have known that. I just, I, that his last name was Arnold. Not no, Arnold. I, I honestly, in, in all honesty, I thought people were just spelling it wrong in the paper. Like they used to spell our last name wrong, uh, without the E in the middle. Yeah. That it still happens to this day. And, uh, no, I, I <laughs> that's funny he didn't even care he's like yeah i could change it it wouldn't even matter <laughs> yeah no he's just a humble dude who's yeah. ready to churn out some yardage friday night against exeter um, oh yeah a couple more big matchups i want to get your thoughts on effort uh elizabeth town kudos to as you said go mounts and they're they're a fun follow they're gonna yeah they're in good shape for districts even regardless of the window if they lose, they'll finish six and four. They'll still be in really good shape for districts. So, congrats to Coach Miller's squad. Um, but they face Elizabethtown, who is reeling. Oh, E-Town's yeah. reeling. This will be a fun one. Yeah. And, and I think this last week would have changed my – it changed my pick for me. Like, yeah, I think you're just catching a team that's kind of starting to get into their groove with Ephrata. And I'm not saying anything bad is happening with E-Town, but yeah, I you think, are. I, yeah, maybe they're in a vulnerable spot right here. So I went with the Mounts this week, not only because I think they have one of the best backs in the league. Um, oh, they but yeah, like I said, I think they're just uh, they're starting to get their groove together, man. And uh, sounds like they're all bought in. So, yeah, I'm going I'm going with the Mounties. Where's this game? I'm trying to find where that game is at. I know I sent it earlier. Too. Oh, it's at um, Should it's be at E-Town. At E-Town. At E-Town. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that makes it even tougher. 
But uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's one that could go either way. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know who I'm gonna pick in that one yet. That'll be a that'll be a fun one. Personally, what I think what is one of the maybe the most underrated game in the county this Friday is when we you know we touched on earlier Garden Spot who just put up 66 points at E Town. They now have to travel to Solanco. Solanco, Golden Mules nine and zero, looking to finish off an undefeated yep. regular season. Yeah, what a matchup too. Because I'm a uh... <laughs> I, I'm I'm so shocked with Garden Spot and how they've like t- turned their season around, and uh, I almost want like because I I don't even know has it ever has Solanco ever had like a fully underrated regular season before undefeated or, regular undefeated, season yeah regular season uh, I think the closest was back in 2018 they lost in week 10 to Manheim Central uh, well part of me is like almost rooting for it in a way because like. I don't think any of us knew this was coming. And I, I, they did. I think they did because, you know, all the seniors on their team and, and they run their offense and they know who they are. Yeah. And uh, it's not like, a, oh, we're frauds in like week six. Yeah, like you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> nice shot at me. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> He's a fraud. I don't care what our fearless leader Brandon says about you. You're a fraud. <laughs> I'm not a fraud. I'm not a fraud. I've been with the Selenko Golden Mules. Since since the start, no, oh, you I'm, haven't. Uh, You've been on Lancaster Catholic. Now you're a Mules fan. I I I'm a fan of winning. Okay, Siege, I'm a fan of winning, and that's why I I, I still believe the Mules are going to get this one done. And uh, yeah, but I think you could see a much closer game and like a battle in this one. Um, yeah, because I just think you got a tough nosed uh, Garden Spot team. And um, it's humming at the right time, dude. Humming yeah, at the I, right time. I think Solanco is going to control the clock. So maybe it's like a not like a big time shootout, but like I think it's going to be a low scoring game with Solanco, you know, probably like a 21 to 19 type game. Really? Yeah. No, I really okay. do think that. Yeah. You think a lot of things that are terrible, but that yeah. I'll go with that. All right. I'm not saying I'm going to pick them, but that's not awful. <laughs> Um, so that's a man. That's so that's four games. This week ten has you got LSY Wyoming. That's on mm-hmm. Saturday for those who aren't know because it's at Wyoming. Uh, Exeter Manheim Central, Garden Spot E or excuse me Garden Spot Solanco, E Town Ephrata, School Kill Lancaster Catholic has to travel School Kill Valley, who's pissed off about their loss last week. Anvil yeah. Cleona kicked their tails in. Uh, but now the Crusaders looking to finish off their 10-0 regular season. Um, did you know this will be their first section title since your old old coach was there? Is that is that right? Yes, it is. You know what? I, I kind of I, – I vaguely remember the video of him saying to the team, you guys are section champs. Yeah. I remember that video when it came out. I didn't realize that was the last time. Wow. Yeah, back well, in so- – The winning mentality is back there. And, and that's credit to Coach Myrino and Coach Way and all those guys there. And, you know, obviously they're a brilliant team, but you think of it, you mentioned Anvil Cleona and how they just beat up. I'm like, that makes Lancaster Catholics win over Anvil all that more impressive. You know, that's a, that's, that's a good point. And you could tell when we had Myrino on a few weeks ago, he wasn't exact. You know, most coaches are like that. They're pretty humble, but 
after their big win against Hamburg, you could tell he wasn't like you know, even the Monday after you think he'd be more relaxed. He what he knew the task at hand they had going to Anvil Cleona, and they just barely got by by the skin of their teeth, winning by a point. They're yes. over a Dutchman squad that is peaking at the right time. So you're you're right that that win over Anvil Cleona might have been, you know, we, we talked. I mean, I've looked at talked about maybe even Crusaders. better than Hamburg win. No, it probably is. Hamburg's scuffling now. Yeah, I mean they're, they're still, still winning, but they're they're uh yeah they're they're having a lot of well I don't think this last one was that close, but it, you know the other team put up some points. Hold on, I mean because I I think the Mason kid is back for Hamburg too. Yeah, he's, which he's is pretty good because the week the after they're they're uh they're lost to uh Catholic. They almost lost to Peckway Valley, and that's not the knock Peckway Valley. But, you know, they have their struggles. Coach Troy's trying to, in his second go-round there, trying to trying to ride the ship. But, they're, I mean, Peckway Valley's, let's be real, are one and eight. You know, and Hamburg yeah. shouldn't have as much problems as they did. But that is, that is what it is. Um, that all being said, I mean, just going back. So, I, I was worried about this matchup before Lancaster Catholic. I still am. I think it's going to be a really – Good game. Bruce Harbach, the old Lancaster Catholic coach, he returns um, the face his old squad. You didn't, did you know that? I did not know that. And that yeah. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, So there's a lot of extra incentive for School Kill Valley in this one. Now, it may not matter because Lancaster Catholic has taken on all comers and they've just been rolling along. I mean, they haven't had any hiccups. I mean, I mean look at Lancaster Catholic's schedule can't say they haven't played anybody. They beat York Catholic. They beat the Lone Catholic. Beat Hamburg. They beat Anvil Cleona at Anvil Cleona. Um, if they go, they, they go in the Schoolkill Valley and finish this off. Pretty impressive run for the Crusaders in year three of Coach Myrino. Definitely, and you can tell they just came into this league and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start it off with a." section title <laughs> yeah, you still haven't worn the shirt yet though even though you told him in person you would hey the season isn't over yet i will get a full-on purple crusader jumpsuit or uh this is recorded so this will go a lot i mean people will hear this oh it's recorded oh geez oh, i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> hey listen i no, will wear go crusader on, jumpsuit okay give me another thing you're gonna flake out on you know just so you know <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> that is not that is patently <laughs> untrue patently i've known you your whole life it's exactly <laughs> what you do um another matchup that i'm gonna be covering personally is wilson at manheim township best game in section one um i got wow. manheim township in this one uh they're starting to get healthy and peaking again you know this is a this is really a toss-up game wilson doesn't lose section one games that often at Except for this year, with their shocking loss at home uh, to to Hempfield, but yeah. Wilson at Township. Tell us who you got in that one. Tell us your thoughts on the game. Well, I'll just say this first off: history has Wilson winning this game. History had because they've lost their one, and now they'll probably win, and they'll probably go deep into the playoffs. But you know, Township. What they they have the one fluke or not fluke loss, but the one loss early in their season, and then they lose to Hempfield, and they well they lose Nick Good before that game, who was one of their biggest playmakers, if not the biggest outside of like Hayden Johnson, right? But 
I think, uh, based off history, I see Wilson winning this game. I mean, they barely lost to Hempfield in a game that could have gone either way. And, you know, it's just so typical Wilson to lose one game and then just go on a, you know, winning spree and go deep in the playoffs and end up beating the teams that they lost to. <laughs> yeah, that's happened before. I mean, what he's saying, folks, is factual. So we'll see. I'd, I'd like Township to get this win, though. I think they're on a bit of a retribution tour, and they're they're still scuffling over that loss they had to Hempfield a few weeks ago. I think Township gets it done at home. They're one of the – you talk about schools in terms of intimidation. Most schools in the league are intimidated by Wilson. Um, Miriam Township coach Evan squad never is. And they, and he's had, he's one of the few coaches who's had a uh, success against coach Dom's there at Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I think Cam Jones will be one of the deciding factors in the game. Again, yeah. like we've said, if I, you know, I don't think Township will be the team that like kicks to this guy or hunts to him. But um, if they do watch out, that's your funeral House if you call. do at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's your funeral if we kick to the young man at this point. He is a yeah. wrecking crew on all sides, and I mean, any facet of the game. So that'll be a fun one. A lot of great games. Man, is this great yeah. football. You can – I can't believe we just held Wilson and Manheim Township till the very end of this. Like, I that's, even... that's just showing you the level of yeah. games there are this week. I mean – Wilson Township is one of the best games in the state. It's not even the best game in our league this week, in my opinion. Yeah, You can yeah. make an argument for uh, Exeter, Central, LS, Wyoming, Garden Spot, Solanco. I know people are probably going to laugh when I say that, but screw them. Oh. It's, not their pod- it's not their podcast. Uh, Elizabethtown, Ephrata. These are all these are great games. This, yeah. this is one of the best leagues in the state. I don't care what anybody has to say about, about it. Yeah, and, and I mean – I, I think it's only going to get more popularity after this year. I know, especially with this awesome podcast that we do. That's only going to help it, obviously. <laughs> but, you know. Mainly about 90% the podcast and 10% the league itself. Yeah, we'll give them that. We'll give them 10%. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But, uh, but uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's a great week of games. Can't wait to get out to Man I'm Township. I always love covering that. They're always Super nice. Shout out to Coach Johns, too. He's the head basketball coach. He's always yeah. tagging us with – he's the assistant dean of students in Manheim Township. Yeah. Um, he's always tagging the site on updates, not just with basketball, but anything sports-related. Um, so It's a great school. They, they have a, a beautiful field, beautiful, know, beautiful track, hey, a beautiful campus. It's like – it's almost like a college-looking Have you been – you you have you run an indoor track yet? I'm, I'm, I don't know if you've – have you seen their, uh, like – they have an Man, indoor track. It's Manheim Township. Have you so I'm trying to think when they built their new gym that they have? It's 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 where they host all like the league championships for basketball, and they host a lot of playoff games there. But it's beautiful. I, I have been to that. I I don't know if it's been you know. It's not like a full blown like, indoor track. It's like one or two lanes. Yeah. But it's set up how F and M's used to. I haven't been to F and M's in forever, but it's. Oh, I uh, yeah yeah I know what you mean. Um. Yeah, and, th- and then a couple blocks away from the school, they have all these turf fields. Yeah. Obviously getting off into the weeds here, but, like, we used to, you know, a lot of football players, not only from Township, would go work out there. It's, it's you know, beautiful facilities there. Yeah, I can't wait to cover that game. But two of my favorite coaches, Coach Doms and Coach Evans, uh, 
going at it and a great it's a great matchup. So look forward for me at that game. Uh, that's at Carl J. Fred. Uh, we'll have Colin Richardson. He wants to, you know, we uh, he he has a bunch of assignments this week he covered, but Colin's been a soldier. We appreciate him. And he said, said to me today, now Carl, I want to I want to see Hempfield. I want us to clinch our first section title this Friday. Uh, that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, so Hempfield go. Yeah, yeah, I was you know, he's done more than enough. So I will never say no to what. Colin, Colin's looking to do, but Hempfield travels to Reading this Friday. Um, looking to clinch their first outright section title since 2005. First, if they win, it'll be their first solo title since I think, believe it was 1994. Uh, wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. Pretty insane stats. Um, because their 2005 title was a co title. Dougie's uh, junior year, Doug Masick's junior year with Township they had, believe it or not. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. They were really they were, good that year. Yeah, they were – and they got a good shot this Friday to go out to Reading, who is not folded for Coach Godinay. They're still battling. You'd think Hempfield is going to – you know, if, if Hemp, Hempfield knows what they're doing, they, they know the double Rodriguez, and I think they'll yeah. be fine. Uh, but Colin will be at that game. Um, Coach Wider will be at – He's actually going to York Central York, which is a fun game in the York YAIAA league. That's for the, the yeah. Division One title there uh, between York and Central York. Good rivalry. Definitely. Schools, yeah, schools like ten minutes from each other, um, so that'll be a that'll be a fun one too. And we got a bunch of game previews coming out this week. Some of our other writers are going to do synopsis on the games. Uh, where are you going this Friday? Aren't you going to a game? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to. A- friend of ours their son is the quarterback for downingtown west um and they're playing downingtown east which is a huge huge game they're both only have one loss in district one in, in their uh league and um i think those losses are both to really good teams it should be an awesome game to go to so and they're this um this guy i'm talking about the quarterback he's already got division one looks um as a junior so yeah, I'm excited to go see that. I, I wish it was uh, LL Burks League, but you know, it, it's but it sounds be good like a football. game, not a, a rivalry game, but it's a game that has uh, some playoff implications too. When you're going absolutely, to. yeah, yeah. They're they're both very very good football programs in that in that league. Okay, all right, that'll be fun. Uh, feel free to tag us and score updates. You know, or do whatever you want, Aaron. You know, <laughs> all right, we'll <laughs> Just do. Kidding. But nonetheless, it's going to be a fun uh, week ten of games. We can't. We're coming down the wire. We're excited for it. Um, you know, seventeen teams right now are qualified for districts. But not only are there other teams in consideration, there's teams that have legit legit shots. You heard the Oberinator say Donegal. I didn't even know about Donegal's path of districts. So good for them. On yeah, you know, they're they're an easy team to root for. But check us all out here on Twitter. We Special thanks to Matthew Ober for coming on, giving his thoughts on some of the big games. And uh, star junior running back man, from Man Up Central, Bryson Arnold. Um, he was great. He talked about their matchup with Exeter and what they have looking ahead. But you know, we want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Check us out at 717 underscore sports on Twitter. And kids, if you're not tagging us like Mr. Arnold just did, um, you should. Because we're going to get your highlights out there, and we want to help you, especially in the LL Burks. We anyway, we get your highlights out there. Please tag us on Twitter, Mr. Aaron. Any last words? Thank you to both of our guests. Uh, Matt Matt Obernator is the man. Uh, he, he's the best at picks. 
Uh, he's, he's writes great articles for 717, and uh, he's got great knowledge of the league. And Bryson Arnold, which I'm going to get that name down, I promise you. Uh, what a great guest. Um, you can tell he's just got such a bright future ahead of him. And I think the coolest thing I, I heard him say was that he wants to be a doctor someday. So that's awesome. And these guys are so they're so smart and, you know, I, they're just so well coached. And I, I wish nothing but the best for them going forward. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Aaron, for joining us. We thank everybody. This wraps up another edition around the 717. If you're having a good night, great. If not, fix it. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>